uh, everyone uh, who is sitting at home or, or on a bus. I or... like to listen to podcasts in my car. Oh, there's Eliza straight in there. <laughs> <laughs> She's done yeah. this before. Straight in there. Welcome back to the MIC Drop, everybody. The show where we chat about the issues raised or made in Chelsea. Now, bringing the best chat in Chelsea to my home today are Eliza, Liv and James. Now, James, quickly. This is your first time stepping into the lion's pad. Yeah, I can see why so many women have stepped in here yeah, as well. You, did, you didn't let me finish. The rabbit hole. The rabbit hole? The ba- what, that no one can get out of? I'll say it. The, the badger's dam. Badgers? Yeah. Do they? No. Beaver's That's dam. Beaver. Yeah. You're <laughs> stepping into my beaver. Get ready for it. That oh, is. No. What? What's wrong and with that? Eliza's got a beaver. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, we do it because we shoot the podcast here because it's a bit more warm, it's a bit more friendly, it's a bit more lovely. Um, and James, you and I, you know, we now see eye to eye. We do. I think, yeah, there's, there's a lot to say for the water settles, isn't there? That it really, really has from yeah. my side. Hey, listen, man. Duck off a water's back. Duck off a water's That's back. That's the saying. Water off a duck's water back. Yeah. <laughs> that is the saying right there. <laughs> now, I also want to talk about this very quickly because obviously it's been in the press. It's been in news that I injured my foot. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but the actual time that I injured my foot was when I was doing the actual dance for Strictly. And as I jumped up in the air, uh, my muscle in my foot tore and it felt like elastic bands ah. snapping. In my foot. And being British, right, because as we all do, you just smile and have to dance <laughs> on. And I was like, it's like stepping on glass. I was like, what? <laughs> What is this? And then I came well, the off. The show must go on. The show has to go on. I just want to dance. <laughs> Don't stop me. <laughs> That's what I honestly felt. And Oti, who is my dancer, uh, she actually thought that I was messing about and actually didn't think that it was like a bad thing at the beginning. So she was like, dance on. She was like, dance on. I was like, you kidding me? What do you mean dance on? I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, but dancers, they like get kind of probably twangs and pangs and bangs yeah, but all not the time. Yeah, muscle. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But as in, so maybe in her mind, when, if, Jay, if you were going like, oh, it's a bit sore, she'd be going, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. And she would just say that. We do say, this all the time. You mentioned time. that you can't have surgery for it. So it's very much just weight. It's the waiting game. Yeah, game. so it's it's on the, the fascia, the, the fascia ligament, which basically is the only one in the whole foot that you can't have an operation on. And if you do, um, I mean, if you, if you really damage it, you can get something called floppy foot. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, was you floppy? Really, it's called floppy foot, and you really don't want floppy foot because I think that does it get stage yeah. fright. I think your foot gets stage fright, yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. goes in like a little turtle, and, <laughs> and then it never comes out again. We've all been there. We've yeah, been it's there, called. Yeah. It's literally called floppy foot. Can you when you when it happened though? Can you then see it when it when the show aired? Yeah, you, you can see me go, because I know me very well. I look at myself a lot in the mirror. Um, Obviously. I know me very well. I can see that I'm like, oh, no. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not fun. It's oh, not my fun. God. Hey, anyway, enough of me. Let's get back down to business. Let's start things in the, let's start things now with me and Habs. Now, she wasn't speaking to me at all. And you wow. wonder why. And she wouldn't respond to any of my messages. God, that was a really tricky time. Yes. Yeah, but how many times did I phone you, do you oh, think? Oh, f***ing hundreds. Yeah, it was really No, no, every five minutes and he'd ask me the same question a million times and I'd say, don't f***ing do that. I five minutes later answer. he'd do it, ring me back and go, what do I do now? And I was like, what don't do it. He was like, what do I do about it? He would be nice to have and then he'd send her a shady message and I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, And then she'd ring me going, Jamie keeps sending these mean, mean messages. I was like, are you trying to help the situation at all? It was, i tell you what was really tricky. I think, uh, I suppose I'm one of those guys, uh, James, you probably can relate, when you when you can't uh, understand or get through or almost, I suppose, it's not about control, but control a situation when it's totally out of your control. That's where you freak out, though, and that's when you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? And so you're like trying to not compensate, but you just keep on, you want the answer then you, and there. You become a maniac. Yeah. And I would send 
uh, Habs messages saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I've missed you, you know, I, 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 all these kind of things. And then when I didn't get a response, I thought, how can I get a response in a different way? So I would then send a you negative go, message. Fine, that's it then. We're obviously not friends. Or like- but it's quite obvious, I think. As in when I've received messages like that in the past and you just think, come on, mate. Yeah, I remember, I remember sending her in a row, I think it was eight messages in a row. Paragraphs. One saying, right, we're never speaking again. The next one going, I'm sorry, I would love to speak to you. And then going, no, no, we're never going to speak again. I can, uh, can, I ask, can I ask something? Did you respect her demand for space at any point? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely um, not. No, I mean, I... I, I I, I re- do you know what it was I because been- weirdly that might have been a more efficient way of getting her back yeah but I've been I've been do you know what for me I've been in situations like that before but with Habs it was something different there was something different about it it wasn't that I wanted to get her back because it made me feel better it wasn't because I wanted to get her back because you didn't want her to hate you but it wasn't even so much that I just wow I just didn't never, want to lose her I just never missed someone that much I think and your friendship comes into that because you were yeah. such you were such good friends at the start and I think that's the that is a real good basis of a relationship and I could say the same for Maver and I because yeah. that's where it all starts but that's what actually Habsy was saying at the time because when you guys were mates you'd hang out every day speak to each other every day and then going from that to then like silence is f***ing hard god I just she, you know in my eyes I just think she's the greatest and so to, to I was in my head going god this could be the person and I may have lost it and that sucked. Um, but it's tough. But I sort of want to ask when was the last time, Eliza, when was the last time you had to ask someone for forgiveness? Or have you never had to do that? Oh gosh, I many times. I'm always one, well, maybe. <laughs> I did say I, sorry. No, um, I, not, not to your extent. I'm not that bad. Okay. What about you, Liv? Have you ever, have you ever, you, well, yeah, we've seen it on TV. Yeah. No, I had to ask Digby's parents for forgiveness, oh. and that was hard. Wow! Explain yeah, what? Explain what? Can you explain what happened in that scenario? I think initially, they didn't like me from the fact I did break up with him on te- television, which is not great. I think we choose though to put our entire lives on TV, and he chose that too as well. Yeah, and then obviously the stuff that went on afterwards, like him dating different people, me doing the same thing, and then obviously what happened in Canada. And I think it was just, there was a lot of grey areas, like me and him getting back together, then not getting back together. Well, because you probably feel a bit guilty. I did feel guilty for breaking up with him, but then at the same time, like, if your heart's not in something, why should I be made to feel bad and stay in a relationship that I wasn't happy with? But also you know in your heart that you've been the bigger person, and that's yeah. quite reassuring. Yeah. I wrote a five-page handwritten letter to them. And that really? Was, that was about a year ago now. <sighs> yeah. Wow, that's. I still haven't spoken to them. I don't go to Digby's house. I don't have any relationship does with that his family. Your relationship at all? Yeah, it does because I think Digby has the whole of my family, the whole of my life, and I don't have any of his. And so it does massively affect it. Like it's, it's hard. I don't speak to any part of his family. But okay, so talking about love and things like that and love theories, uh, I said to Mitten, I don't let myself be vulnerable to that many people, which uh, is a guy. Yeah, well, it is a guy, but also it's probably, uh, it comes as a surprising thing for a lot of people because I seem quite open and honest and oh my God. And that, I remember like we that. spoke about this. Yeah, I'm very bad at being vulnerable towards people and that's probably because I've had my heart broken in the past when I was 16 years old and I remember from that day, I've told the story before, I was on a bridge, this girl broke up with me and I was on my hands and knees and she was gray, wearing grey plimsolls and my tears were dropping on her shoes and I was begging her to stay with me. And I was like, oh my More God, this emotion. sucks. Yeah. Similar experience. Um, but it, it, the, the breakup with me took took so many years because we were so on top of each other. Um, you it's really, hard, isn't you, it? You put those walls up, don't you? And it takes a lot for them to come down. And 
now I feel like I'm on the other end and uh, those walls have come down with Maver and it's it's lovely in that sense and I think you you have to accept to be vulnerable and to be humiliated like like you maybe felt like on the bridge do you think you've let all your walls down with Habs yeah yeah totally and and to the point where well actually for me it doesn't I really I'm not good at feeling vulnerable in any way but in fact James you and I are similar in this way we're actually deep down we're pretty um, we are insecure characters and actually the you know the most confident people are normally the most insecure because they have to exude, 100% compensate for sure right but now that you are potentially going to be in a relationship or potentially pursuing something with Maver that's quite exciting though right it is and it feels raw again it feels like wow you can actually have these feelings for another person and yeah it's incredibly exciting I just want to touch back on that with when you were saying like, yeah, vulnerable and everything. And obviously that makes it important for, yeah, that confident person in the room like yourself and and the other people sitting around this table that it's not the people that are the loud ones that are sometimes the most confident. And you need to talk about the insecurities and everything and just just ask a mate, whether it be a girl or a guy, and just say, look, how are you? And ask those difficult questions. Totally, buddy. I I, I couldn't agree with more. The the hardest thing to do for any individual does, and people talk about guys, it's really hard for, but girls have it tricky with it as well. When you're feeling a certain way and you're feeling this thing, the, the worst thing to do is bottle up. And I bottled everything up for years. And perhaps that's why I had bad anxiety and stuff like that, because I had to deal with all these things within me that I didn't want to release, right? And then you start to release and you start to talk about it. It is so important. And it is so important to say to your partner or to your friend or to this or to that, that, oh, I'm feeling bad. There's a very good comedian called Pete Davidson. Don't you? He's an American comedian. He went out with Ariana Grande. That's oh. how you might know him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he talks about mental health a lot. And he's a guy, he's a comedian, but he says with his group of friends, he'll just say to them one day, he'll say, no, it's a bad day today. It's a bad day. And they go, all right, that's totally fine. And when you have that conversation with people that perhaps you are feeling a certain way, I think it's important. Yeah, and those two minutes of, of frank conversation, uh, frank conversation can be the difference. Oh, should we take a little bit of a break? Hell yeah. Liza, you can hang out. James, you can chill. Liv, you can just be you. <laughs> See you in a little bit, people. Welcome back, everybody, to the MIC Drop. It's me, Jamie. How you doing? Joined today by Liv, James, and Liza. Liza, Hello. what do you do when people shout your name? Liza! I'm actually called Miser Eliza, which I'm not totally proud of. Miser <laughs> Eliza. What are your nicknames? Liv, what are your nicknames at home? Lulabelle. Lulabelle. <laughs> Just doesn't really suit you. <laughs> okay, because I'm so not sweet and innocent, but that's what my parents call me. Lulabelle. Lulabelle. James? I always... Jimbo, but then you remember when Kimbo Slice came out? It went all through like YouTube and everything. Your dad I, made you I used, to, no, I used to be, a, I used to fight quite a lot at school. Sick. And <laughs> there was like Jimbo, Jimbo Slice, and I wouldn't win anything, but I just like I just put my heart and soul into it. I love it. I love it that like a family nickname is normally you know Lulabelle, mine's Jampot. Oh, family. Yours We're doing is family. Jimbo. No, my, my family is actually. You. Oh, you Jimbo. No, the old Madre calls me Jim Bob. Okay, there we go. That's oh, psych James. <laughs> yeah, I was Jampot because I was a sweet. A pot of jam. Oh, really? No. Uh, <laughs> right. Elsewhere on the show, uh, it seemed like Maver was happy to burn bridges with you, Liza. Oh, yeah. yeah. The feisty one. Now, you had a little bit of a dispute, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, what is the issue, do you think? I don't think she liked that I was talking to James and Miles, and she had a big thing that I was talking about about her behind her back but anytime she asked me, I would say it to her face. You said I diluted it, but I really you don't did. think I did. I think if you watch it back it's, it's more like I very much say to her face the same things I'm saying to you and Miles is it yeah. because you and James have history and maybe feels maybe a little bit threatened 
Well, she even said that it was like uh, the plan B type of thing, which I yeah, she said I was a plan B. That is, let's not put that to bed. But there must be. Liv, what do you think when you're in a, you know, if you go into a relationship with someone and And your ex is lingering, and their ex or someone that they had a history with is is just there. Is that intimidating for a girl? It is if you get that impression that there's still something there. Do you know what I mean? Like if if you, if you felt like Eliza was sort of flirty with James when you guys are hanging out, mm. then I, of course you'd be threatened. It's yeah, just because someone you've slept with, it's weird. it is a bit odd. Listen, though, also, Eliza, Maver and Verity thought you still had feelings for James. Yeah. Now, why do you think they thought this? Because I did once upon a time, and I totally understand really? why people think, <gasps> oh, James, no, come please. On. You can't. Really? Look at James, you James, like that. You never you, expressed that to me. James, you yeah. cannot sleep with someone and then say, oh, what, you have feelings you for can me? You can do oh, exactly that, Listen, Liv. listen, James has done that a lot. Oh, I I have not, and we've all had practice around this table of doing that. There was one person in Bournemouth that I definitely was not in love with. I really, honestly, I... I yeah, but you guys are blokes. It's different. Okay, oh. sure. My mother said yeah. this to me. Yes. <laughs> my mum, I spoke to my mum on the phone. I said, I was like, oh, and she, would, she had just watched uh, the newest episode and she'd seen how I behaved and she didn't like it. And she said, she said, it's literally like, it's literally like a sneeze for you, isn't it? <laughs> She's like, oh, I oh need a sneeze. I need a hiccup. That's but literally I, yeah, what it's I like. Do, I do agree with Liv a little bit. Like, it can be so blasé with guys' sex. No, but and I... I will be my first to admit, I've slept with a lot of my friends and a lot of the females that I do hang out with, I have slept with before on a drunken night or whatever. Seriously, girls and women can have casual sex too and it not mean anything. But, well, you, totally. but you weren't just casual sex because Was I we not? Had, well, we started off dating, then it went tits up. Did we? So we never, like, well, yes, hold we on, did. we didn't we haven't start. We, no, okay, we went to Paris. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> can I just ask you, okay, can I just ask you very quickly around the table then? How, how do you know, as a girl or a boy, if it's casual sex or if it means something more? Do you have to say that or do you not have to say that? I think you do, and that's where the issue lay. Point your finger at me again, I dare you. No, I think you can get the you can get like the vibe of what it is. If you're if you just go to someone's house and you sleep with them and then leave in the morning and there's no like dates or you're mm. not hanging out during the day and stuff, then it's pretty apparent you're a f- buddy. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, James, listen, let's go on to you now. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Now, um, just to get anyone who's not paying attention up to speed, can you give us a quick summary of your relationship with Maver and how it meant the end of your friendship with Miles? Hmm. It didn't mean the end of our friendship. It was it was very much over before that was pursued. Otherwise, I would have done the gentleman thing and asked him to go get with his ex, mm. um, and that didn't happen. So yeah, that friendship it was it was six feet under. Um, but why why was that in your eyes or it, his eyes or both I, eyes? I think my eyes and certain things came to light um, when when talking about uh, relationships and and well ours specifically. A guy's friendship, it does, it goes quite deep. And Miles's and I's, it, it didn't. It's quite difficult for a listener to understand how that friendship can then just disappear because maybe you didn't have quite a deeper connection. Yeah. But maybe you're just a realist. You hit the way. nail on the head. It's, it's that, that deeper connection and it was very much surface level. And why I risked it all, where it looks like for the viewers to get with his, his ex-girlfriend of two years, it... It was a big risk. And for me, I did think about it. I thought it through and I thought, no, it's, I really like this girl. It's not just a, a passing fancy and I'm going to give it a go. And mine and Mars's friendship was, it was already gone. What do you feel about when you see Maver and Mars, when you have to be and see them together? Does it make you feel uncomfortable? Um, it did for a certain time when, it, when Maver and I were quite unsure about where we were, like, like you and Habs were. Um, but now I'm so confident in the fact that the relationship is just, it's, it's in the motion. So that's no, great. I, I don't feel, I don't feel uncomfortable. It, it does make me feel something because I'm like, uh, we're always in the same social circle. So it definitely brings something up. I just don't know what that something is. James, a serious question. Can you see a future with Maver, a proper future? 
Uh, yes, I think I'm so heavily invested into it now, and and so is she. That do you know what? That's not even the right answer. It's more like I, it feels right, and my gut says yes. So I'm just going to keep going with it. Love that question. Actually, do you think because of your different ages that you're at different levels? Three years. Yeah, but she's women normally settle earlier than men and if that's what life has chosen my path to be then that's my path are you ready Eliza? to get married how old are you i'm 24 Ooh. Eliza, are you jealous that it's not you on the questions, <laughs> she, <hasn't> she does <laughs> right everyone we got some responses from social media are you ready for this here we go macy and avaro says uh best way to tell someone you like them james you have to just bite the bullet and tell them you've got to suck the pride up and Yet again, the humiliation and just do it. Love that. Okay, Liv, one for you. Sav- underscore Savannah dot R. Ray, how do I get on Made in Chelsea if I'm not from the UK, but I'm European? Sleep with Jamie Lang. There we go. Straight <laughs> in there. I'll bring you on. Emily Allen Zero, do you think Miles and James will ever make up? Oh, God, I'm still it's quite not optimistic. What you, want, what do you think? But I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But who knows? If in five years' time, if I James know. hit his head. Oh, I think you've outgrown each other. It's just the word it is. Well put. I agree. I concur. You think there? You think so? Okay, James, another one for you. <clears throat> My mate is self-conscious about dating. How do I help? People really do drum it up, don't they? They drum it up to be this huge thing. But just be, if you're weird self, if you're a weird person, or if you're boring, like just let yourself be boring. (laughs) If that person likes you, they like you. Thrilling advice there, James. (laughs) Uh, If you're boring, be boring. (laughs) James, one for you. Would you rather be bottom half chicken or top half ferret? (laughs) Bottom half chicken. Would you? Yeah, the way they walk. You would like to walk like that? Yeah. Strut their stuff. They definitely strut. Okay, love that. Okay, Liza, Liv, here we go. You ready? Alana underscore Brown says, two MIC weddings, two babies, and two engagements. Which cast member will be next? James, for you as well. Harry and Melissa. Harry, Harry and Melissa. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. But I, I think they'll get married first. You think they'll get married I first? I think they'll so. be the next wedding. Out of all the cast at the moment, they're the most likely to still, I mean... Yeah, because they're already there. Big one for all of us around the table. Uh, Will.Bray05 says, how much of it is scripted? Listen, we get this every single time. Every day. None of it is scripted. No, and also relationships. Can I just say quickly, I get asked so much if if I'm fake dating like Digby or the relationships are fake. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but how could you possibly be fake sleeping with someone? we make so many mistakes. How would we agree with the script being written? Imagine me and Jamie agreeing to cheat. Um, Right, those are all questions from social media. Uh, Right, we now have a sneaky listen to next week's show where sound Thompson is back in town and he's not happy with me for obvious reasons. Here he is talking to Harry. Look, I can completely understand and appreciate where you're coming from. And at the time, looking at Jade, being genuine here, I'd never seem like that with anyone or speak about someone like that. And now now looking back at it, I do apologise for that because certain things have happened. Um, I mean, have you spoken to Jay lately? No, he's got in contact a few times and I, there's just no point. Mm. All I know is that everyone went to South Africa. Yeah. And then like little trickles of information. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, actually they slept in the same bed together every single night. And it's like, well, actually they've been like flirting nonstop for the past like two, mm. three months. And then like, as it trickles down, you're like, why have you been so cowardly that you can't even tell me? Yeah, so obviously they've been like, Hooking up, and now I look at it, and it's yeah, just mate, like, at least they're so exclusive now. Like, dude, dude, no, 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 no. he's f-ed up like already. No, but like that, like that, he slept with Rosie. Weirdly, that just annoys me more. 
because it's like if you're going to ruin a friendship then at least make it the real deal I know I'm sorry but if I was going to fuck over my bestest bestest friend I would I better be damn sure that I'm in love with her and I better be damn sure that I would rather lose everything in the world than exactly. this girl because exactly. I've just lost my best mate and clearly that shows me that shows me what he f actually thinks about me and my our friendship <laughs> Wow. Uh-oh. Here we go. Sam Thompson's back in town, people. Anyway, listen. We'll have to wait until next week to find out what happens when Liv and I come face-to-face -face with Sam Thompson. Now, guys, thank you so much. Hey, Liza, did you have fun? Yeah. I loved it, right? Yeah, I loved it. James, you were awesome today, this man. This was a lot more pleasurable than first thought. Well, pleasurable? Being, being in my house. <laughs> yeah. Listen, come back every single time and I I'll pleasure you whenever you want. Uh, That's Liv, the offer, isn't it? welcome back. I love you. You know I think you're the best in the world. I hope everyone has enjoyed the podcast. Please do tell a friend who you might think may enjoy the podcast. Go and subscribe on their phone and write a comment because it actually helps us out. Also, just shout from the rooftops. The MIC drop. Till next week. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.